Welcome to Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, a podcast dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Arlenis Bucklew. Hello, friends. Uh, welcome to Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. I am your host, Arlenis. Thank you for joining us once again on another episode. Uh, we release a new episode every other Tuesday. So thank you if you're listening on this Tuesday or whenever you listen to this um, during the week. Uh, just some quick reminders for you guys. I just want to remind you guys that if you want to stay connected with us or if you want to stay up to date with what's happening on the podcast, who's going to be the next guest, um, just follow us on social media. You can do that by going to the link here on the description. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We even have a TikTok play page also. So you can find some like trailers of some of the interviews that we have done there. Uh, but yeah, so and if you guys ever have any questions or anything about the podcast, you can send us a message through the social media or even our email, which you can also find here on the description. And as we do, Every other Tuesday, not every Tuesday, <laughs> every other Tuesday, we have a new guest. This is a sweet friend that I got to meet through social media. What a blessing it is, to, you know, like social, social media. I know. And before I even give a little bit of the story of how we met, so please help me welcome Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have you. I mean, I know. it's been a blessing. I didn't even know that you were located in L.A. <laughs> because, you yeah, because yeah, you were so surprised. You're like, oh, my gosh, you go to my great yeah. church. Yeah, it was yeah. like, I said, yeah. And I was yeah. surprised, too. I was yeah. it just how it all came together. It was pretty awesome. I know that some of my friends, they follow your account. Uh, if you follow her, it's Rank Heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is hilarious and you're let's be honest your posts are so funny <laughs> make, like they make my day <laughs> oh good yeah but very good also so I know that some of my friends they follow your page so yeah so your page is rank heresy so I had been following uh your page for a while and I don't know I guess we I met like we messaged each other through Instagram I think so. I yeah, we remember. maybe DM'd each other, or we, I mentioned that we were going to Grace Community. I can't, don't remember the interaction so the, completely. Yeah, so how it, how how we learned that we both go to the same church is because I reached out to you and I was asking you, like, hey, would you like to join me on the podcast That's for right. an interview? That's right. And then and then you 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 know you and your husband can join us then afterwards for dinner. Yes. <laughs> so and then I, I I told you to if we could do it like sometime like nine a.m. So in my mind, I was thinking that you. Were like somewhere like in the East Coast or that's right. I don't know like you somewhere me, else. You asked me if I lived on the East Coast. Yeah, and I said, no, here in California, yeah. and we attend Grace Community Church because I didn't know yeah. that was affiliated. You were going to Grace. I didn't yeah. know any of that was connected. Yeah, when you asked me to be on the podcast, so it was awesome. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, yay! <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, oh yeah, nine a.m. Pacific time. And then I think when you said yes to the time, I was like, huh, where is she located? And that's why I was like. Oh, are you local? Like you're in LA? And you were like, yeah, I'm actually, I actually live in Ventura and yeah. I've been attending GCC for the past eight months. I'm like, GCC is like Grace, Grace Community, Community Church? Church? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, what? <laughs> are you kidding me? So yeah, so it's a, it's been a blessing just to, you know, to get to know you and I hope to get to know you more today also. So yeah, it's been a joy. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited. I, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, uh, we've been trying to, you know, get more connected. It's hard in a bigger church and when you live farther away yeah. to plug in and yeah. to get, you know, rolling and develop relationships, but it's starting to happen. So it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you are able to join us. And, um, as I normally do with all my guests, mm -hmm. I like to have my guests just giving a little bit of their background, like their upbringing, you know, their family, where you're raised in a believing home. And please feel free to share as much information as you like. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was born, um, in Ventura and I've lived there most of my life. Um, I was born in a, a Christian home. I, for the most part, um, my mom was always a believer. Her parents were missionaries in the mm. Philippines and she mm. grew up in part of her life in the Philippines. Fun fact. This is kind of a fun fact. <laughs> Um, my grandfather, Cecil Thomas, was head of all the um, Alliance missionary uh, churches throughout the Chicago area. Mm. And A.W. Tozer was, he was kind of like A.W. Tozer's, I guess you could say he was his boss. So, which is kind of neat. And he, my mom would tell me that 
when she was a little girl that A.W. Tozer would, she was the only child that he would let in his office when they, when my dad would, or my grandfather would go visit. So I always thought that was kind of a neat thing. My uh, mom was a nurse. She was an RN at the hospital in Ventura. And my dad was a cop. He was a policeman. He was a homicide detective for the sheriff's Uh department. I have one brother. It's funny how we ended up starting to really be go start going to church again. And it is the way my dad was saved was almost the same exact way I was. And we were about the same age, but he, uh, all of a sudden he, he was reading his Bible and, you know, going, going to church and listening to these sermons from a local pastor at, um, our church or in Ojai where we had moved to, he came into our team and told my brother, and I think I was like a senior in high school and my brother was, he's a couple years behind me. So he was in sophomore and he's like, as long as you live under my roof, you're going to church. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, <laughs> we're going to church. And yeah, so yeah. we got, I got involved in the youth group and, um, because he made me, you know, and, um, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is cool. This is fun. We'd go on mission trips to Tijuana, you know, and help build churches. And, you know, it was a fun thing for me. Yeah. It was just fun, you know? And, um, I think when I was about 18, I said, Oh, I accept Jesus into my heart and I'm going to be baptized. And how fun is that going to be? And I did that. And that was the end of that. You know, mm-hmm. I went and lived my life. I later, um, so that was probably, yeah, I was like 18 or 19. Then went on with my little party lifestyle after that. You know, I didn't care about the Bible or anything like mm-hmm. that. My brother was the exact opposite. He was, he was saved from when he was in 10th grade and he wow. was truly saved then. Um, ended up, uh, you know, just trying to figure out what I was going to do. And then I met this guy, became friends and we got married. I got married young when I was like 21, mm. 22, I think it was, we had three kids together. It wasn't a good marriage. We ended up getting divorced. I'm kind of paraphrasing and, you know, all kinds of, it was terrible. It was awful. Mm. Um, and then a year later I met my husband now, Brian, mm. and he, took my, all my kids, raised them, helped raise them. We had two kids together, but during this time, we're not, neither one of us are, you know, Christians or born Mm -hmm. again. We're just being a family and living, you know, how we want to live. We had a hard, we had a hard time with, you know, our oldest daughter who, um, is still not a believer in, on her Mm -hmm. own path. I actually, that's a really hard one because we had to adopt, like I said, our youngest, uh, grandson who's 15 now and Mm. because she got involved in drugs and Mm. she's homeless and you know we've tried everything but that was a hard time for us you know when she was growing up but we yeah we just went about our lives um raising our kids uh, unbelievers um and then about gosh how long has it been now five years ago i'd say five years ago Mm -hmm. I was just walking down, I was literally, he was getting ready for work in the morning and I was walking down the hall and I said, I said, you know, I need to start reading the Bible, you know, just out of the blue. It was weird. And he's like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. That's fine. Um, <laughs> do what you want, you know? And, <laughs> and so I, and I, you know, I started kind of flipping through it and maybe looking at it. And one day I was scanning through my Instagram, a, a personal Instagram account. And I came across, um, one of my girlfriends who I had known literally for 25 years who I hadn't seen in that period of time. We were really good friends that long, a long time ago. And we had reconnected, you know, a lot of times you do through social media, you yeah. connect with friends and I connected with her and she had, um, posted a Bible study through the church that she, reality church. And I have a woman's Bible study and I said, Oh wow. I messaged her. I said, Jody, um, can I, uh, go to this Bible study? And I said, I thought, I think it's something I might like. And she's like, Oh my gosh, Kathy. Yes. Um, and we can see each other again, you know? And, um, so I did, and I started going to that Bible study and, you know, every week faithfully. And I was, I was like, wow, this is, this is great. You know, I really like this and mm. still not, um, and Jody and I were reconnecting, you know, and I didn't know she, I'm like, uh, you know, she's a believer. Wow. Cause back in the day when we were, oh no, you know, that we were the, the bad girls, you know, it was, it was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> and cause we, we had, she had been divorced too. She got divorced. And, um, we actually at, at the end of my divorce, I had actually brought my three kids and we lived together in this little tiny loft, 
Mm. Um, it was, it was horrible because <laughs> it was so many, you know, her little son and then my three little toddler. I mean, they were one, three and four, my wow. kids that little. So anyway, um, and she's like, where are we, you know, we're, this is awesome, you know? And so I'd been to go into this Bible study and, um, obviously reading the Bible and, um, you know, getting things from it. And one day the house was empty. Brian was at work. The kids were at school, whoever was gone. I'm by myself and doing everything. All of a sudden I go, you know what? I'm going to, it just came to me. I'm going to think, get on my knees and I'm going to thank God for everything that I have. Cause I haven't thanked him. And literally I'm in my dining room on the floor and I get on my knees and then I literally, I feels like somebody's like pushing me down to be respectful. And I'm like on my face and then I'm crying and I'm repenting and I'm saying, Lord, forgive me for every, you know, I have sinned that I didn't realize that I needed to repent for. It mm-hmm. was things that, you know, you, you know, you don't think of it. It's almost like it was being like, you, you know, you need to repent for this and you need to um, ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm thinking how much I need you, God, you know, I, I never knew I needed you, you know, and I need you to fix me, <laughs> you know, fix yeah. me. I'm, I'm, I'm not the person I thought I was, you know, and, or he, this isn't the life I'm supposed to be leading. So the next thing I know after that, I get up and I've got snot bubble, you know, and tears streaming down my face and there's no one around. And I'm just thinking to myself, what on earth just happened to me? So days go by and I'm reading my Bible and it's so clear to me. It's, oh, it was like somebody, it's so true when the Lord tells you that you're the, the, the veil is lifted from your eyes and, or the scales because you understand the Bible. I was little, I could understand what he was telling me. Scripture was being illuminated, illuminated to me in a way that I couldn't believe that was possible. Um, I wanted to go knock on the neighbor's doors and tell them about Jesus. I was, (laughs) my friend Jody was like, Kathy, calm down. You know, I was like, no, they have to know. I would run my Brian would work nights and he would come home and in the morning, um, he'd come home and you know, he's not, he wasn't saved. And I would hold the Bible open. I'm, I'm crying. He's like, why are you crying? And I said, do you understand? This is real. This is everything. This is God's telling us. This is his word. I said, it is real. I go, do you, he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. You know? And from then on, you know, pretty much, I think the whole family thought I had gone nutty because I'm watching sermons on TV. I'm reading my Bible every day. I'm going to Bible studies. I can't get enough. So I'm dragging him to church with me, Brian, my husband, dragging him to church with me, small group, because we had created a small group through that church um, Mm -hmm. with Jody, and Mm -hmm. it was at her house. I still attend that small group, (laughs) which is awesome. I love those people. And he he was like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. Um, And I don't want to give his testimony, but I do want to say that Actually, nine months went by and he was saved. He wow. was saved in front of my face in our kitchen. It was just oh. him and I, and he's crying, you know, and yeah. he really, he's like, I can't believe it, you know, and we were baptized together. Wow. So, you know, That's after so that, yeah, it was, it was, it's, an, I, I think about that all the time, how, um, it's it, it just how, oh gosh, I can't even say, describe how real it feels, I guess, you know, because when you're not a believer, but you think you're a believer, it, it, and it's true, there is false conversion that it happened to him, my husband as well. He had a false yeah. conversion, you know, he, nothing changed in his life. He was exactly the same. And you see when you're a true Christian or you're truly saved, you see the fruit of that salvation and you could see it in both of us. And it's just, um, and Eventually, you know, we were ten, still attending that church, and then Brian became saved. And it's so funny. He made the comment, he's all, I think I'm a cessationist before he was even saved because he would listen to the group I was going to. And it, it was fine. They're, you know, they believed a little bit differently on, on the gifts. And that was, that's no big deal. But he just didn't feel, he was like, wow, that's not, I don't think, think that's right. And that's when he started going to the Bible and listening. And I think that's at what changed how God changed his heart. He was going to his word to yeah. figure out if this was right. So yeah. that was kind of cool, you know? And then the churches we were attending, we ended up um, going to two other different churches and it didn't work out. And 
because we had always kind of mentioned to each other, gosh, we wish we could go to Grace Church, you know, and, um, but it's too far, you know, and, and then eventually we thought, you know what? No, it's not too far. It's the a biblically sound church that, and we've always been drawn to it. Brian loves John MacArthur and um, has been blessed so much by his teaching. And um, he's, you know, we've always said, I think we need to go there. And so we just think other things happened to different churches we attended. And we, this is where we've ended up and it's been such a blessing. And now we're just trying, now we getting, you know, trying to get plugged in and meet new people. And, um, it's just been a joy. Um, my social media account, how that started, should I be telling that right now? Let's hold that. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get in a Am little Am I talking too much? Oh, no, no, you're okay. good. So we're going to get to that. But I want to go back. So you were you were saying that your mom was a believer. Yes. But then you also said, oh, my dad became a believer. So we're... Oh. So I, I was a little confused I'm sorry. There. Oh, yeah. no, no, you're good. So, yeah. So how was that okay. like? Both of them. So your dad was not a believer and your mom was a believer? Right. And my okay. dad... So my, no, my dad was... No, my dad was, he's the, the cop that would bring all his mm-hmm. buddies home and come drinking. They'd bring him in drunk after oh. party, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd be at the bars after work, you know, hanging with his cop buddies. That was my dad. And and your mom was a believer. Then. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. And my mom was, you know, a believer. She, um, I don't know if she was involved in a church that she might've been, but she had kind of been taking us off and on, but she, you know, she was kind of like, well, you know, John doesn't go with me and you know, this, but she would, she would start to go. Uh, I think she started attending the church that my dad, oh no, they started attending that together. So what happened was my dad, it was almost the same thing. Um, started reading his, you know, it just, clicked like I need to start reading the Bible and then he started listening to the sermons from a Baptist um his name was Tom Wagner love that man uh Baptist church in Ojai and he would listen to because they could even then and this is in the 80s um play on the radio um I I don't know if it was local if it was tapes but my dad would listen to him and he's all I gotta attend this church and him and my mom started attending the church and that's when he told my brother and I we have to go as long as we live under his roof you know and we're like, all right. And um, it just, uh, and it, you know, we love the family, the church, the pastor. It was, it was really good. My dad became um, the, what's so amazing about that too, how much my dad changed. Um, you could really see it. He mm-hmm. became the uh, uh, college age uh, Sunday school teacher. So oh. he'd teach the college age group. Yeah. Okay. So, and then um, that pastor left that church and we ended up, I think I, well, I went my own way and I didn't have to go to church anymore because mm-hmm. I was living on my own or whatever and got yeah, married, yeah. so I didn't care. <laughs> but <laughs> my brother started attending the Baptist church that he, when he was attending master's college. Oh, okay. So my brother was going there for, still attended there because he was saved when he was a sophomore in high school. So he yeah. still attended that church after even after that pastor left because it was still the people you know yeah, that he yeah. left and he started listening to macarthur sermons on the Your radio brother. yeah okay on christian radio okay when he was driving and so he's and this is before he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do and he said wow i, I think i want to he heard about master's college and he says i'm going to go there and ended up going there working his way through and um graduated and he'd been pastor of several different churches, one in San Luis Obispo and then one in Ohio, and came full circle. Now he's the pastor of uh, a little Baptist church in Oakview, where he ended up after the other Baptist wow. church. You know, he started going there um, probably a year after my parents left that other Baptist church because okay. he felt like the theology and everything was more on in line with um what masters mm. and and he's a pastor now you and he's a pastor of that oh, church yeah wow, wow. Yeah. that's amazing yeah did he go to the master seminary yeah oh he did he did wow yeah. that's amazing yeah he and you're still not even so you're not safe at this no nope. uh-uh. i he, don't even know i had no what's so crazy is my brother now we talk and he's like i can't believe we have the same theology like you came to i have no clue of any um let's like Calvinism or any, yeah, yeah. you know, I, ne- I didn't know anything about that. And I just started, um, as I started studying and reading my Bible and getting more knowledgeable in my, my studies, I, I was, I started talking about that stuff with him and he's like, 
he says, wow, he's all, I can't believe he's all, that's, that's the Lord. He's like, we've come, you know, you've come to believe exactly how I believe when I had no clue of any of that, you know, it just, it just turned out that way. So it makes me a little sad sometimes because my parents, they prayed for me. My mom died, um, uh, gosh, in 2005, she died of a brain aneurysm. She actually, Mm -hmm. she died in church playing the piano, the church, my brother was pastoring in Ohio. They went to visit and she had a brain aneurysm and she died in Ohio. And then my dad, um, died of cancer in 2014. So they never got to see our salvation. So, and they, but they prayed and prayed and they were so faithful. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think about because uh, I only have two of my six kids are saved, but I think about that all the time. I think, you know, when it's hard and you get discouraged, you know, thinking, gosh, Lord, is it ever going to happen? Because it happened so fast with my husband, you know, nine months is nothing, you know, after praying for him. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, you're so kind. Cause you know how impatient I am, you know? <laughs> and now we're a force, you know, yeah. for our, our kids and they see yeah. the change. They see it, you know, they, especially like our 22 year old son, um, you know, he's not a believer and he's actually like, there's no God, you know, and mm. very, you know, yeah. like that. And, but he sees how we're living now and I don't bug him. Sometimes I'll go in and I'll <laughs> open his room in his door or open the door in his room and I'll, he'll be on his computer or something. And I'll say, um, oh, what did I say the other day? I'll say, I said, I'll, I'll say a little something like, Oh, you know, if you don't, um, believe in Christ and put your, or put your faith in Christ and believe the gospel, I go, you're going to go to hell. You know, I'll say that sometimes I'll, cause he asked me one time, he said, is hell real? And I just gave it to him straight. I said, well, that's where you're headed. If you don't you have repent and put your faith yeah. and trust in Christ. I said, that's a reality. And I think that jarred him a little bit. It did. He, I could see the look on his face and then he got kind of goofy and, you know, like joking around about it. Mm. And I said, and I told him, I said, it's nothing to joke about. Um, I go, that's your soul. It's your, it's your eternal soul. And I said, and I pray for you all the time. And mm. he's like, Oh, well, thanks mom. You know, so I see him, I mean, him just asking me about that yeah. is everything. And then, you know, you get a little, as a mother who, and I think about it and I'm like, wow, praise God for my mom for taking them because they all know, it. they've all heard mm. the gospel. They all know it. They were all going to Awanas or, you know, going to church with my mom and sitting there with her. I mean, she was a faithful grandmother, you know, and, and thought of that, you know, because yeah. when the parents are, are, don't care about church, you know, Brian, and I didn't care. Oh yeah. Take them to church. We get a break, you know, take all the kids and care you know, especially the oldest one, she's hard, you know, <laughs> take her to church. And I think yeah. about that now, my Lord, gosh, you are so good. I truly believe they will all come to know the Lord. I do. I believe that. Um, whether that's before I, I go on and pass away, yeah. you know, I don't know, but that happened with me and my parents didn't know, but they trusted him mm-hmm. and I get to see him in heaven. So, yeah. And even like, that's the point, right? Like we are faithful to just share the gospel we know that the Lord is the one who opens the eyes to see and the heart to believe, you know, and it's like, even if you don't see the final result, it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's like, it's in the Lord's timing, not yes. our timing. And some people like your husband, it was quick. Some other people are taking years. Like right. I have a friend that his father didn't come to salvation. Like he, he went like, it was like to his, he was dying on his last and it was like he had been praying for his dad for many, many, many years. And it was like the last time was like when he was on his bed and just sharing the gospel with him there. And apparently he did profess to, you know, to Christ as a right. savior and all that. But yeah, I think it's just we we need to be faithful to be praying for the person, but also continuously just whenever we get an opportunity to share the gospel. That's And maybe they will even hear the gospel from other people and it, it will be you know, in that moment, like, oh, it clicks. Right. You know, it it's like, you and, won't even see it. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because it's so true. It, um, his kindness does lead to repentance and it is, um, the Lord's timing because, or in the Holy spirit that draws you in because yeah. me just in one morning waking up in it, in my brain, but it was something from long ago that my parents had, and all yeah. the stuff that I'd been exposed to 
when I was, you know, a teenager and a kid, you know, my grandmother, my grandmother was a Christian, my, not my mom's, but my dad's parents, they were Christians. They were very charismatic. My grandmother used to tell me, oh, you're not saved unless you're baptized or you speak in tongues and are baptized, you know, in the, you know, that's what, that's how, you know, Jimmy Swagger was their person. She was a faithful Christian, kind of a homebound person and had a hard time with depression and everything. But, Mm. um, she used to tell me stories, you know, tell, talk, she would talk about revelation and that would always interest me, you know? So anyway, I was exposed to it. Same as my kids. So it's in there, yeah. you know, they yeah. know, but yeah, continue to share, um, it with them when I can. And, you know, at this point, I don't care if they get mad at me anymore. Yeah. I just don't, you know, yeah. because it's more important that they hear it, hear the truth, you yeah. know, so yeah, they can come to know Christ. And I, true. you know, I trust God. I trust him because he's, he did it for, for me and it was his timing. And I, as, and as when you look back and you see how perfect the timing was, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, everything about it was perfect. Everything about the way, the timing of us being saved, you know, you know, before COVID, how we got through COVID, you know, with certain things, uh, being Christians, if we weren't, we look back and thought, gosh, how would we have gotten through that if we didn't have no yeah. Lord, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, his timing is perfect. You, yeah. you see it in like past yeah. things. That's... It's good to remember sometimes, you know, like where we were before and where we are now. Like, I mean, and now that we have that relationship with, with the Lord, mm-hmm. which before we didn't, right, <laughs> you know, it's like right. we were separated from him. Right. So tell me a, a little bit about, um, wh- how would you describe yourself before Christ? Like what was your life like before Christ? And then after Christ. Oh, that was... Because there is the before and after, yeah. right? So, oh. the, yeah. But one thing I can say, I wasn't a very honest person. Mm-hmm. Very dishonest. I mean, when I look back on it, I could say I lied about stupid things. Just, you know, any kind of lying, whatever it would be to protect yourself or to make yourself look better. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever that may be. Not honest. Um, impatient. Um uh, oh, a very uh, bad temper, um, foul language, you know, whatever that was not, a um, in when my kids were little, maybe not the attentive mother. I, you know, I <clears throat> was working then full time and I had three little kids not paying attention more, pay attention to, you know, my job, whatever that was after that. It's so funny because after that, and some of that sin, a lot of that sin, you you don't, when you look at it, like if, if I, if my non-saved friends, you know, that are just living the normal life or whatever looked at me, they would have thought, well, what were you sinning about? Not a faith, not good with money, you know, uh, just all that, kind, all that. And especially the dishonesty, that was a thing for me. I'm most conscious of now. That's what um, convicts my heart the most is I need it. I have to be truthful at all costs. And if I'm not, if something happens where even when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go to that, you know, and I'm use some excuse to that was, I was a flake. Let's put it that way. I was the flakiest person on the planet. I almost want to say, Hey Ryan, you know, <laughs> confirm that, you know, I, you know, people would ask me not being, um, uh, consistent or being, um, being reliable. I was so unreliable. And that now, when I look at that now and the person that I am now, I, I had my friend Jody. she, and she didn't even know those things about me because she hadn't been around me for 25 years or whatever it was. And, um, I remember she came to me, she said, Kathy, you're the most reliable, honest person I know. And it was so weird because I was like, what, you know, I was like, are you kidding me? You know, I, and she didn't know that about me, you know, over all that time. Mm. It was almost like, gosh, Lord, you just, you know, you, I can't believe I was like crying because I was so grateful that that was shining through, you know, the fruit of some of the, the fruits of becoming a Christian were showing people could see the change in me. Mm. So, you know, not being flaky, being, um, a person that you can depend on, you mm. know, I'm that person. And, um, have I felt slipped and not, and not been that person since then? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you know, a lot of times, it, but when that happens now, oh my gosh, the conviction and the, the battle in my brain mm-hmm. over, you know, when I do sin now is just, 
it's terrible. Sometimes I just like, Oh my gosh, Lord come because I can't take this. <laughs> I hate fighting the sin. Yeah. It's hard, yeah. but then I'll pray and I go to his word and I make sure, you know, am I being obedient to you? And then I start to, um, and then I'll feel more comfortable or comfort comforted. You know, I'm comforted yeah. by, um, the fact that, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, being obedient and I'm repented of that and it happens less and less, you know, but yeah, it's how it still happens. And, but that was the person I was the unreliable, dishonest hurt you. I was a person that would, I wasn't the person that would get hurt. All the, I was a person that would hurt you. Mm. You know, I could hurt you. I think it was my brother that said once he's all, no one could make me more mad than my sister, you know, because I'd have a sharp tongue. I could cut mm. you with my words and be mm. very hurtful if I wanted to. Oh, what's the thing my husband and I argue about now a lot? Not argue, but it's a little bickering thing that we have to work on is directions. And go, when we're going somewhere, we're like, okay, <laughs> let's get the directions down. So we're not arguing. And then we don't get mad at each other because I always, you know, we oh, you both want to be right about what's, <laughs> how we're getting there. Yeah. That's just a little example. And so that's getting a little better. We did that here. We're like, we even, even when we pulled up, I'm like, well, you were supposed to go left. And he's like, well, I didn't know. And, you know. <laughs> He's here and he's listening he's to listening, all of yeah. this. He's just going, oh man. I wonder if he's he, just laughing at you right now. Yeah, he's oh brother. Yeah. Um, so, and then after, you know, the Lord saves you, like obviously you say that like, people started to notice some mm -hmm. of the changes, which was like just being reliable and like someone who is trustworthy and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So wh what else changed after the Lord saved you? Um. Oh gosh, my... Um, Uh, insatiable desire to read the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it it's true because I, I, I think it was my husband that mentioned my dad um, saying to him one time, you know, if you're really saved, you want to read your Bible a lot, you know? And it, it, that was one of the things my dad noticed. He, he didn't come right out and say, I don't think you guys are saved. He said that. And when that always comes to my head and mm -hmm. I think it's true that you can't get enough Yeah. You can't get enough of it. I like to share the gospel. I keep a box of Bibles in my trunk of my car and carry it around. So if I share the gospel with somebody, I have a Bible to give them. Wow. Um, and I tell them to read the book of John. Yeah, I think I saw this on one of your posts. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> on a tw Twitter. I think I put Twitter. it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put it on Twitter this. or whatever. But I, I'll, yeah. I do That's I mean, yeah. and um a couple of times i've gone down to the beach and handed out bibles you know mm. things like that i do want to ask like you said also that you um had been previously married and yes. you got divorced yes. so at this point you're not a believer no. when mm -mm. when that happened no okay it was that was my it just it was a bad marriage um just all the way around there's adultery involved alcoholism um and it just you know, ended up in divorce. I wanted to be divorced, uh, you know, and I didn't think that was wrong or bad or mm. not to try, you know, I didn't think any of that. I didn't care about that. And I met my husband now we've been married. We'll be 29 years, Brian and I in, wow. um, in July and what, July what? 23rd. Okay. Yeah. My anniversary is also in July. Oh, <laughs> our okay. anniversary. I just wanted to see if it was the same. Oh, believe me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, and so you guys have been married for 29 years. It'll be 29 in July. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we, um, he raised uh, the three kids that can't, you know, he was 25 year old single guy and we met at work. I was working at, uh, the Clinique counter at Broadway and he was, doing part-time while he was going to school, uh, working the, the security, you know, when they walk around the store, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. shoplifters <laughs> and I, you know, we met and we, and it didn't start off good. You know, we started off living in, living together, living in, you know, it all started yeah, off yeah. that way. And, but it just, I look back on that too and how the Lord takes something that started off in sin, you know, sinful and turned it into something that glorifies him. You know, we yeah. can, we, you're, you know, I'm keeping a promise. I'm, you know, and lots of people have different, I guess, I don't know if it's interpretations, but the way they think of divorce, you know, if you're divorced and then you're, you know, you need to not, you can't remarry or whatever, but I, it, I can't say I, I didn't know. I, I truly, I was like, 
divorce you know what yeah who cares everybody's doing if you're not saved honestly it's like and also it depends also like how is your church teaching you about these things also like you know like yeah but but that's the thing it's like if you're not saved why should you obey i wasn't yeah anything that you probably heard that it's bad that it's sin or anything like that if you just you still you still don't have that understanding to recognize that you're a sinner. Exactly. Like, to yeah. recognize there, your sin. Right. You know? There's like, no sin. Yeah. And a really wise woman, I remember she told me, she's like, Kathy, you're a new creation in Christ. She's all, it's done. She's all, you don't go off and leave. You know, I remember I was struggling with that. And uh, mm-hmm. my brother's all, that's just a lie from the pit of hell. He's all, <laughs> no, you know, he's all, you are a new creation. He's all, you're, you stay right where you are. You know, he's, he's all, you're not going to leave a family of 30 years or whatever and, you know, change your, whatever's going on he's all no he's all you stay where you're at and you keep the promise that you made from then on and look what happened i was saved my husband was saved our son our 26 year old son became saved he was just baptized a year ago our 15 year old son is saved so they're dropping like flies (laughs) they're gonna all come yeah so that's amazing you know so and they see the change in both of us you know so like i said the lord turned something ugly and sinful into something that I, you know, we're hoping that's glorifying him. So that's amazing. And that's a blessing now that, you know, because that's, you know, the goal of our marriage is like to be an example, you know, to, and to represent like the relationship of Christ and his church. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, we are to honor God. Our marriage is not about us. It's about Christ. It's about God. You know, it's like, it's a blessing. We enjoy it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, your covenant is with the Lord first and Absolutely. Then to each other, you know? So I think it is, it is a precious thing just to, you know, to think about it in that way, which now, you know, like nobody thinks about it in that way, because if you don't know the word of God, why should you? Right. Yeah. So and that's I, why we see so many people just get divorced. Like anything happens and, Oh, I can get out of this. Like you, if you are going to get married thinking that you're, you have an exit out of it, like you, you can just get out of it, then don't get married. Exactly. You know? I was seeing that too in my own family. My, my uncles, you know, yeah, divorced, same. married a few times. Um, and my parents never said they actually got separated at one point. Praise the Lord. I'll never forget after my mom passed away. My dad's, Oh, I fulfilled my, you know, we, they were married for 40 some years, you know, and they stayed wow. together through bad, bad times. But they never, it was funny because they never did when the, I never, divorce wasn't like really talked about or like that yeah. it was bad and everybody around you is getting divorced, you know, nobody. Like said, it's okay. It was it's okay. acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it was totally acceptable. So you don't realize, you know, and like you said, when you're not a Christian, you're not, yeah. who cares? I'm. I can yeah. do what I want. I'm yeah. in a bad marriage. I'm getting out of it. You, you know? Your master is sin. Is yeah, Christ, yeah, Christ yeah. is not your master. So sin is it's, the it's, one who rules in your life. You know so exactly. Why it's, should you be different? It, it it doesn't. It's not. It's. I don't think it's any different than any other sinful lifestyle that was going on before you were saved. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Like I remember. Like I said, the woman that told me, "She, you're a new creation in Christ now. This is different. You yeah. are. You know. This is a. This is a promise." being kept and you're glorifying that now and, yeah. yeah and uh, brian my husband has never been married or anything he was like i said a single guy took on three a single mom <laughs> with three little kids and That's then went on had two of our own and it's like <laughs> we had a ha- yeah. we had a house full but it was it's it's been good and um and no sin is too big for the lord no you know like no he forgives like he anyone who repents he will forgive whatever it is like i have friends that they had abortions before before yeah. they got they were saved yep but they're a new creation. They yep. repented. They know that that was a sin. Yep. And it's like, and that's what, that's all that the Lord wants. It's a repented heart. Someone who will come before him bowing down and crying out to Christ, you know, like, and, <clears throat> yeah. So and repent and from their sins. I know someone had mentioned too, you can't look back. You can't yeah. dwell on yeah. that. And, and because God, what's the saying that John MacArthur says, uh, oh, I forgot how it went, but it was, um, God doesn't remember what you can't or oh uh, God doesn't uh, remember what you, you can't, can't forget, forget what you can't forget yeah something like that yeah, yeah and so that's so comforting because it's gone forever yeah it you've said you're sorry and and that's an example us 
to us too. You know, if yeah. someone comes to you for forgiveness, you don't hold it over their head for the rest yeah. of their life. You know, yeah, like so, keeping account of no, you did this. Remember yeah, when you did that? Do no, you know you what that? It. What a burden! I, I think of that a lot, and I think, well, gosh, that sins no more. It's I'm mean, yeah. new creation. I keep saying it, new creation, Christ. All right, so now I would like to get a little bit about uh, into talking a little bit about your Instagram account. Oh yeah, rank heresy. Yep. Like I said, a lot of us. My husband and a lot of my <laughs> friends, I know that they follow your page. So tell me a little bit about how you started that page. Like, why did you start it? Like, tell us a little bit. Well, that. we, my husband and I started watching and it is right before we were, um, uh, we were grappling with the continuationists, the stationists, the, uh, the prosperity gospels, gar- garbage, you know, <laughs> and, um, we were, and we watched that movie, American gospel. Mm. And we love that movie. You know, we'd watch that documentary. We watch it over and over again. You know, it was like almost like a, oh, let's get popcorn and watch American Gospel. (laughs) And so uh, there was a scene where um, Todd White was talking Mm. to Kenneth Copeland. And then it cuts to Phil Johnson. And Phil Johnson saw, yeah, it's a rock solid example of rank heresy. It was, (laughs) and Brian's like, I love that. He's a rank heresy, you know, because, and I've heard rank, you know, it's rank heresy, you know. He's like, you need to start an Instagram account and um, put out like true, you know, yeah. the truth out there, you know, to, and post um, what is true about the Bible and the gospel yeah. and, you know, um, expose the charlatans and stuff. He's like, make an account and call it Rank Heresy. He's like, that'd be cool. So I did, and I didn't do anything with it. I kind of just like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, cool or whatever, and I didn't really do a lot with it until I think it was COVID came and I started like, re- you know, you, cause yeah. you're not, there's nothing to do. <laughs> there's Everybody's, nothing to do. What, are you, yeah, what else can you do? We're all all in our, <laughs> yeah. We're all locked in our house. So I really started getting into it then. And, um, and then it just kind of started growing. And mm. then I started getting, um, uh, the idea of little, or it actually just kind of started off as, you know, the funny meme thing. And then I would just say, Oh, good night. That's my last post or whatever. Yeah. I, 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 I've seen some of those, like I get, I don't know what they just move my day. I, like, I, I'm just like, oh, it's it, a great way to end my, it is. <laughs> and I love the, the laughter, the, yeah. the, or the, you know, it just, in some of the things so many people relate to, yeah. you know, and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's us. Or that was me in the charismatic movement, or that was me in, yeah. you know, whatever the, yeah. the post is or the funny, I love, um, the account, uh, or it's from YouTube, um, funny Christian moments, um, okay. something like that. Funny okay. Christian moments, but those are funny, you know, little clips of John MacArthur, you know, <laughs> quipping with Phil Johnson yeah. or, um, any of the, you know, Stephen Lawson, you know, yeah, yeah. or or even Vody Bauckham, you know, doing things. I, and those are the only two uh, social. I only have Twitter and rank uh, the Rank Heresy um, Instagram account. I don't do Facebook or okay. anything like that. Those that's just it. And, yeah, um, that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell uh, tell people how they can yeah find uh, oh yeah it's just, on, find you on Twitter and Instagram, but yeah. I will also include the links. So they can find it on oh, the cool. description yeah. of the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, they're just, and, and yeah, they're, it's Instagram Rank Heresy at Rank Heresy and Twitter at Rank Heresy. But yeah, and you know what it does? It I I it, I really like it too. We, well, I've met a lot of people, which is really neat. And mm-hmm. also, uh, like I went to the G3 conference. Yeah, and- I remember the photo that you, that you posted. There was a, fu- a funny photo that she posted and it was like, Phil Johnson was in the same flight with her. He was like sitting like right behind her or something. And then she's like doing a selfie and like Phil Johnson in with the my bag. mask right here. And my girlfriend's all, Ooh, you know, she's like, and it got a goofy look on her face because I caught it and I was like, I'm a fangirl, you know. I'm like, it was so funny. I'm surprised that we didn't come across each other like a G3 because we were there also with the Bard Network. Oh, okay. yeah. So, and yeah, with the Just Thinking podcast there. Yeah. So that was so. Uh, because I that's how I found out, like, like oh, she's there, too. Yeah. <laughs> With your selfie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because I look, be- it was funny. We were getting off the plane. We had just landed. And I was like, oh, that's, that's Phil Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> well, he's been sitting behind us the whole time. <laughs> and uh, it, it was just funny. So I took that picture. It was like a. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So just, uh, you can follow her, uh, Rank Heresy on uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. but make sure to find the link here in the description. Mm-hmm. I will add it there. Thank you. So I think we're ready to move on to our signature questions. Oh, yeah. 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 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, do you have any favorite books or other than the Bible? Bible yeah, I know. <laughs> other than the Bible uh, that have been helpful for you, or yeah. Oh gosh, what is the one that's been helpful for me? You know what one I really liked actually, and I just got it because I went to a a conference. Um, it's the one by Owen Strand. Um, oh, the uh, woke Christianity and wokeness. Yeah. And it, Owen Strand, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we got it at the, uh, but it's, he's just, um, it's easy to read. It's clear talking, you know, it, about a little bit, you know, obviously the wokeness, yeah. critical race theory, things like that. And sometimes it's, those subjects are difficult for people to yeah. understand. So it's, yeah. it's pretty clear on, um, he describes it. You know, I won't go into detail, but I like that yeah. book. Actually, that one's that's been a, a really good one. Another Elizabeth Elliot book I've um, just picked up because um, I'm going through the reading plan um, from uh, the I think it's the G3. They did a year's reading plan and oh, gave okay. you certain books that you can you know pick out these books from. Mm-hmm. And I just finished Anna Karenina, the big novel. Even though I, I love that I've read it before, but I okay. love that book. So I just finished that. Was one of the books on the reading plan. And Valley of Vision was on there. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I always go to that one for comfort. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. I really like that. But this last book that I the Owen Strand book that was really good actually. I like that, and I they gave it to me free at that conference oh, where nice. Vody Bacham and Owen Strand was, and um, awesome. That was really good. That was in Newberry Park at Godspeak Church. Okay. So that was a couple or like a month ago. Okay. Anyway, that I like that. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) That's helpful. Yeah. (laughs) And what are three things that brings you joy? Oh gosh, my grandchildren. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, you don't know the joy that those kids bring. Um, that's a, that's a big one. Um, I can still, we still, we're still processing that. Like yeah. my husband, when I told him that she was a grandma, he was like, what? <laughs> it's just like, we can't believe it. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. So your grandchildren. Yeah. Joy. We have, um, a, our little, uh, three-year-old granddaughter. And then I have a brand new one. That's, yeah. uh, yeah, he's, uh, gosh, I think he's a two weeks old now, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then my other son, Kevin is having a baby due in June. Wow. Yeah. So, and then we raise our 15 year old grandson who I mm-hmm. love. He's such a good boy. So, you know, if I never thought, you know, you never think you're going to have to raise your grandkids. He's a joy. Mm-hmm. He's a complete joy to raise. Not, I mean, he's smart. He gets straight A's, but also his heart he is the kindest heart. He is the most even tempered kid. I mean, sometimes you don't even know he's around. He's such a good boy, <laughs> has a good set of friends. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't get me wrong. There's things that, but other than overall, I mean, he's a joy. All yeah. my kids are a joy and a blessing. So yeah. So two more. Yeah. You two more. Two more. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, spending time with my husband. Cause we don't get as lot as that and us just driving around. We have an old Ford that we just bought that we love a vintage truck. And that brings me joy driving <laughs> around with my husband, just doing nothing. We yeah. like, cause he's gone four days a week at his job. Mm. So I'm alone away from him and that time together is I that brings me a lot of joy church and church I love this church especially it I can't believe how excited I am I never (laughs) thought in my life I'd be excited about going to church and um it brings me joy and sharing the gospel uh with people that it brings joy to my heart because I know I'm being obedient to to his command so um I'm a home buddy family person I love all those things, you know, bring me joy. So awesome. (laughs) So, and you know, whenever we do a testimony, we always have one person that we are pointing to and that is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We all know that we need a savior and that savior is Christ. So why do we need Jesus Christ? Why Why do do we we need Jesus? Jesus? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, there's a million reasons. Um, because, um, we're sinners who need a savior that, uh, he's the only thing that's going to reconcile us to God. You mm-hmm. know, God is just and holy. And like you said, we are sinners that need someone to intercede for us that is holy. Mm-hmm. You know, God can't look at us without him <laughs> to look through. So, yeah. you know, and once you realize that, that's what that's what I, I always am in awe of that, the gospel. I pre- try to I always am like preaching the gospel to myself because yeah. I still can't wrap my mind around it. Mm-hmm. You know, I still, it's still, sometimes it's so great yeah. and, but so simple, you know, even a child can understand the gospel, but it's, 
it's so simple that it's hard sometimes because you're just you your little pea brain can't <laughs> fathom the fact that especially when you know how bad your sin is and how merciful God is for forgiving it you know and giving us Christ to yeah. to live that perfect life so we can he can we can be reconciled to him you know yeah. that's I I it just it always blows my mind sometimes yeah. I'll go to my God, I can't believe it the Lord does it and what and sometimes you're like why did he choose me? Why? Why? You know, you think that what's so great about, there's nothing great about me. It's just because he's, he's merciful and he's gracious and it's his grace and his mercy. And, and that blows me away. Most of the time I tell people, you know, you have to give them the bad news. You have to tell them how bad it is. And Mm -hmm. because, and they have to understand how holy God is at why we need Jesus and why Jesus is so great. And he's everything. Jesus is everything. So if you don't have him, you're not going to be reconciled to God. And so that's why you need to repent and go to him. He'll, he'll take you. It doesn't matter what you did. If you're truly sorry, he's going to take you and forgive you and, and you will be his and he will love you, you know? So Jesus is our high priest and he is the one who gives us access to the Father, right? Yep. And he absolutely. is interceding for us. Absolutely. Praying for us all the time. Yep. yep. Well, this that blows has been... me away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus is praying for me. <sighs> well, it's been a joy to have you joining us on the podcast and getting to know you and the time that we're going to spend now afterwards. I know, <laughs> you guys don't, you're not here, but we'll have some dinner right after we get off of this <laughs> we're episode. We're excited. Dominican food. My husband's been <laughs> dreaming of it all week. Oh, he really? loves food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So we're going to enjoy a meal now. But before we do that, thank you guys for uh, listening or for watching. Uh, again, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find all the links here in the description. And also for following Kathy, you can find find the links here in the description as well. So if you wouldn't mind just closing us in prayer. Oh, sure. Yeah. Father, um, thank you for this time together. Um, what a blessing to meet new people, new brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I appreciate you, um, doing this for us. And, um, I want you to know how much we love you. And I hope you continue to give us the courage and the wisdom and the, the will to share, how wonderful you are. And, um, we pray for a wonderful fellowship together after this is over and for uh, Arlie to have, uh, to continue with her podcast, spreading the word and the good news and everybody's testimony that she's been able to share with people. So thank you, Lord in Jesus name. Amen.